If you've struggled with stress, balance, or burnout, and simply felt discouraged or even defeated, if you're ready to move from force to flow and enjoy ultimate Zen success in your career, health, or relationships, then this podcast is for you. Your host, Carissa Sims, is an entrepreneur, corporate consultant, best-selling author, meditation teacher, and healer who has found her own Zen success. Here's your host, Carissa. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Diamond Diva. Diamond Diva is a certified mindset coach and thought leader on mindset and manifestation. You're my people. I love that. Her background includes expert coach. NLP practitioner and timeline therapist. I'm going to have to ask you more about that. That sounds really cool. The timeline therapist, she leads mindset and manifestation panels, events, workshops, coaching services, and is the founder of diamond mindset reset Academy, a mindset coaching organization and online training program. Diamond is the founder of the abundance mastermind, a private mindset and manifestation community. That sounds amazing too. Diamond Diva's mission is to share the power of mindset globally and to make a positive impact in the world. Welcome Diamond. Thank you so much. You know, I'm really excited to be here and you're absolutely my people as well. I remember the first time we spoke there was a synergy there and I was like, anything I can do to support this lovely lady, I'm here. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And can you uh, do your little introduction that you do on Clubhouse? I'd love to hear your energy. <laughs> this is Diamond. <laughs> that is so your signature. And I just want to commend you for that because I really feel like it leaves an impact with people. And the, they just never forget you. And I was just curious, is, did you come up with that or that, did that just flow out of you? Completely organic. Organic. Uh, I thought it might be. We're actually, you know, it's a funny story at early days of clubhouse. It was a big thing where you have your introduction and, and your outro and, you know, when I get really excited, it, it's normal for me to sing my words, you know. Oh, like, are you funny. a singer too? <laughs> well, you know, I, I will say I sang in, in the, the church choir and oh. in, in high school. <laughs> and, you know, I, I never yeah. pursued it as a career. It, it's one of those things I just enjoy doing. So I'll put it that way. I can carry it too. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. I'm the same way. I sang in the court church choir at Agape. And I love singing as a part of my life and everything, but I, but I don't make a living from it. Yeah. Absolutely. And so, you know, just being really energetic in a room, I, I came out and I was like, this is diamond. And everybody <laughs> was like, oh, wow, that's a great intro. And that was not my intention, but it stuck. And so from that point forward, I was like, all right, this is my intro. Let's go. And, and it really has been just a great icebreaker. It, it raises the vibe instantly. 
um, not just for the guests in the room, but for me as well, because it's fun to say, and uh, it really does kind of put a apostrophe on my personality. So <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome. And and I noticed as Clubhouse went on, less people are doing that. They're not putting the energy into the intro and the outro. And, and you know, I was on Clubhouse so much that I'd be in zoom meetings and I would be doing my outro. Like I'm complete, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever find yourself like in regular meetings talking like you do on clubhouse? <laughs> Absolutely. And in particular, what you're saying on the, on the closure, right. You know, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'm complete. And it's like, Oh yeah. People were like, that's, that's great. You know, I'm glad to hear you're complete. And so I, I've caught myself doing that a few times. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But you know, what's interesting is that people will say to me, Oh, well, I like that people that aren't on clubhouse and, and it's good to know that you're done speaking and that, that we can talk now. So it's interesting. So I want to hear about your mantra and your motto about belief. What is, what is your motto? Absolutely. So my, my motto, my, my mantra for life is if you believe it, if you take massive action, you can achieve it. And this is another thing that really just flowed. You may have noticed a trend here. I, I tend to go with the flow and, and trust my intuition and, and where, you know, life kind of guides me. And when it feels right and I know intuitively it's right, then it sticks. And this actually came as a result of my journey into the mindset space. And so I went through some challenging periods of my life and it was fortunate for me that I met a mentor and it's so true that they say, you know, when the student is ready, the mentor appears because that's exactly what happened in my life. And I remember having this conversation about where do I go from here? And my desire was to go into entrepreneurship. I was like, this is the key for me to be able to provide for my family. I was on the heels of a divorce going through that process. And, you know, really kind of processing all this information in my mind, it, it sent me into a depressed state. Mm. And I started to question, you know, what am I doing on this earth? What is my purpose? What is my mission? What is my vision? Like what, what is happening? Because it literally had turned my life on its heels. And prior to that, I went through some other challenges, you know, hitting the glass ceiling and my modeling um, and entertainment space. So Even that's what you were doing as a freelance actress and model. Did you, ha is yeah. it like having your own business? Like you have an agent or, or are you an employee? Well, in, in my case, I was working basically as an independent contractor. And oh, so okay. at one point I had management, I no longer had management at that point. And so I was finding my own positions, my own jobs. And that's really challenging because you really do want to have some type of representation and I also found myself really hitting the glass ceiling because of not looking the part to do the things I really wanted to do. I enjoyed the fashion, the high fashion space, and you know, now being a mother of three and having all these different things that I didn't really fit the criteria anymore to work in those spaces. And so that was a big blow for me because I absolutely love that career. I have been doing that since high school, really. Oh, um, wow, that's amazing. Yes, and it was one of those things that was a passion project. Um, but it, it gave me an outlet to also express my creative side and my personality. And so that was a big blow for me on, on multiple levels as well as income. And then if you look at what else I had going on at that time, my career, I was also working corporate HR. You know, I studied to earn my master's degree and my MBA in business. 
Oh, so- wow. You had a lot going on. I work with a lot of HR people. I do ergonomics. So I know that world too. Oh, and what a great job you do at the ergonomic space. So needed, so yeah. undervalued. And, you know, I developed some back pains and that's a whole nother story from sitting in some of those non-ergonomic spaces. Oh, yeah. I always appreciate you all when you came <laughs> and, and gave us the lumbar pillows and things oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> game changer. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Thanks for saying that. Okay, now back to your, your story. When Absolutely. you're in your corporate HR and... Yes, yes. And so, you know, I had that dream of being in the C-suite, the corner office, you know, that that's the, the goal when you earn your MBA, you think I got my golden ticket to the top. But the reality is I had the glass ceiling and I found myself being passed over for promotions, even though I was one of the highest producers in the company, even though I met all the requirements in terms of job experience and qualifications. And, you know, that was also a big hit for me financially as well. So going through the divorce, I went now from, you know, having two strings of income, right? Because I was working and he was working to now having one as a single mother not receiving support. And so all of those things is weighed really heavily on my heart. And, you know, I'll tell you the story briefly. That was really like my, my dark night of the soul, if you will, where I found myself literally laying on my bathroom floor you know, in a puddle of tears, really just like, how, how am I going to move forward? How am I going to be able to, to, to see this even the next day at that point? It was, it was that critical. And I had found myself in such a low depressed state that just making it the next day seemed like too much. And as stated before, it's so true what they say when the student is ready, the mentor appears. So I started to hear this voice that says, get up, just keep going. And literally within the next week, I met a gentleman who worked with entrepreneurs and you know, he was like, well, I can support you and getting your business started. However, <laughs> you got to work on your mindset first. And this was really my first time having a conversation about mindset. I didn't really know the concept at that point. You know, I considered myself always generally a positive person and outgoing, but he was saying mindset's more than that. And I was like, okay, well, tell me more. And he said, well, first of all, if you don't believe in yourself, how can you expect anyone else to believe in you? <laughs> it's not, it seems so basic, but right. maybe never, no one's ever told you that. No one's ever really told me that. And, and the truth is, even though I was, you know, outgoing person, extrovert, positive, I didn't have a lot of belief in myself. I had always looked to other people to validate me in the modeling space, validate me. Am I pretty enough? Am I good enough for this job? In my corporate career, am I smart enough? Am I talented enough for this promotion? Mm -hmm. And even in my marriage, I allow, you know, my status as a wife, as a partner to define me instead of really finding who I am and and believing that it's possible for me to succeed. I always depend on other people or other organizations, other, you know, outside of me forces to support and validate who I am. And he also said, which is something important as well, if you don't invest in yourself, how can you expect anyone else to invest in you? And it was that combination that, you know, gave me my light bulb moment because I was like, wow, you know, I always support other people. I'm always the big cheerleader, you got this, you know, but I never really did that for me. And I never really Mm -hmm. invested in me beyond my education. And so I began to understand that there was a different type of education that was required here. It wasn't the textbook stuff that I learned in college that I need to really understand what was happening in my inner world. And that's what actually sent me on this, this, this self-exploration journey, this mindset transformation journey, where I fell in love 
with the process. And that's when I recognized that if you believe, right, that was the first step because without that belief, you'll find that you fall flat on things and you don't follow it through. You don't stay consistent, which I had in the past. If I hit a wall, I gave up. I was like, well, it's not meant for me. I can't do it. I don't have what it takes. And all those things started to take a toll on my esteem and what I believe was possible for my life, which is how I found myself on that floor. I didn't believe it was going to be possible for me to go on from that point. I also understood that if I took massive action, which I did, I invested literally every dime I had at that point, thousands and thousands of dollars in personal development programs, coaches, masterminds. I mean, anything I get my hands on, I consumed it to move me forward. And I said, this is it. I got to throw everything I have at this because my children, who are my first why, my three sons, Christian, Daniel, Isaac, love them. <laughs> they, they're my first why. And I said, I got to do this for them. I got to do it for me. I got to do it for us. And so that investment, taking that massive action in my life is what brought me here. It allowed me to see that that entire time already had inside of me what I needed. But I didn't have that belief and I didn't understand the process of what action steps specifically I need to take to transform. And after falling in love with that, I said, I got to learn more. I went to all the certifications that you mentioned briefly, um, the neurolinguistic programming, because I wanted to know about the mind. I, I became intrigued about what's really happening up here. Like what's happening from a neurological standpoint? What's happening from a physiological standpoint that allowed me and, and the others that I want to serve to feel this way, right? And how can we like literally from a physical standpoint change it as well as, you know, understand the concepts and, and begin to move the body in alignment instead of there being this, this conflict, if you will, between what you intellectually know and what we actually do. Also start looking at hypnosis, which timeline therapies that stem from that where you specifically look at those zero to seven years, those, those formative years where that subconscious mind is pulling in all the information in a lot of ways, it's the foundation for who we are and our mindset. And so I wanted to understand that and how to support people if there were things, which I found out in my time there were, that, that allowed me to believe and behave and operate and overall create the personality and the identity that I have today. And so everything that supported me in my transformation and my journey, I said, I want to be an expert in it and be certified. And so that's what brought me to the point of achieving results in my own life. And I said, this is too good. <laughs> I'm not holding this in for me. I see what it's done in my life. I yeah. can share it with everyone I can. Wow. That's incredible. What a journey. And, and so you're, you're there on the bathroom floor and were your kids knocking? Did you have help during this time when you transitioned to like doing all these courses, like as a single mom, I mean, that must've been so challenging to start this transition into like empowering yourself and really shifting everything and, and taking a step back, investing all of your money in yourself. And then like, oh, then you have this click like, oh, this is what I need to be doing. Right. Absolutely. You know, that particular night when I was on the bathroom floor was one of the few times I did not have my children with me. Uh, my bathroom was typically my refuge. And for the parents out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> You have no boundaries. My children, you know, are young, nine, seven, and four. Um, they were a bit younger, of course, at that time. And so they, they, you know, mom's room, every space was their space, except for the bathroom. They knew they couldn't just bust in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, so that was, was like about four years ago? Roughly, yes. Roughly. My baby was a baby baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how sweet. Yes. 
And and so I actually had sent them, and this is, you know, this is one of those pivotal nights for me. I actually sent my children to my aunt's house um, to watch them and actually wrote a note because I didn't plan on getting off that bathroom floor. I felt like this was the end, that there was no moving forward from that point. And so when wow. I talk about that night, it's often, often an emotional kind of experience yes. because, you know, I felt like this was it. And do this <laughs> and that you know yes. that my children essentially were better off you know being with someone who was better equipped to you know take care of them because I didn't think I could do it and so that night was really significant um and you can see I can feel even the motions just thinking yeah. about where I was because I wrote that note and it, it you know was to, to give them something to know that what I believe I was doing was going to support them but before I took that step, I literally felt like a voice, you know, inside of me saying, you got to keep going, you got to get up, you got to keep moving forward. And that's when things started to change. And I'm so grateful. And to this day, I still listen to that voice and I let it guide me because it's never stirred me wrong. Oh, wow. That's so inspiring. And I'm just sending you so much love for being vulnerable and just for going deep with that story and, and really being authentic with that. So, so you get out, you know, you have to keep going. I bet your aunt was so happy. And did you feel like a deeper level of appreciation for your kids and your life and just like to go forward and keep going? Absolutely. You know, everything really started to shift for me. And I recognized that, you know, I could serve my children more by being there in their lives and being an example for what it means to succeed despite the challenges, despite the setbacks. And it, it really became that first spark. And I was like, you know what, then I'm, I'm going to go for it. You know, at this point, everything else that I had worked so hard for her, had already in some ways crumbled and I was like I'm also just go for the big dream which was entrepreneurship and I felt like it was something that was outreach for a long time but I'm like hey you know what I got to lose at this point right and so I went for it and as stated you know when a student is ready the mentor appears because as I started to you know initiate and believe that it was possible for me to actually achieve this the resources and the people the things that I felt like were in lack started to flow to me and and this is before i even understood you know mindset and attraction but i was literally activating my reticular activating system i was activating you know that that magnetism of the, yeah. force of the universe because i was like you know what this is it if i'm gonna live this life and do this thing i'm gonna play full out i'm not holding back i'm not gonna let other people think stop me anymore. I'm not going to let even that, that voice in the back of my head that's saying you can't do it, stop it. I got to play this thing full out and I'm going to put everything I have into it. And I haven't stopped since. Wow. That's so incredible. So, so let's break down that motto a little bit for our audience, like believing it, how can you shift your mindset? Like, first of all, you have to have an awareness. Do you really believe in yourself or not, and then taking massive action in the direction of that belief. And then, like you were saying, maybe your frequency started changing, your vibration started changing to a little bit higher. And so then you were getting at the same vibration of that goal. And so it was just only a matter of time. 
Absolutely. And I think you said it best when you said, you know, it starts out with that awareness. You know, if I, I boil mindset down to the simplest of terms and concepts, I believe it's all about awareness, awareness of self. And then you can begin to expand that awareness to the external forces that are in the world as well. You know, universal laws and things like that that you can leverage to get your results. And so that first phase and stage of the belief is you got to first find out where you are right now. So I kind of describe it like a GPS in a vehicle. You know, your goal, your destination is that thing you want to manifest, the thing you want to achieve. But before the GPS can give you the accurate directions, the massive action steps you need to take to get there, you have to understand first where you are right now. And that's the first question the GPS is going to ask. What is your current location? And so the mindset process, that belief process initially is about Finding your global position now. Where am I right now? Who do I identify as now? Because our identity as humans is one of the things that we all ascribe and strive to be. You will never rise beyond the level of your identity. And so it's not about judgment because a lot of people want to fall into the trap of judging themselves at this stage. No, it's just about an understanding and awareness of what have I been identifying as? In my case, I identified as someone who needed other people for validation and support. And if you boil it down even further, there was a lack of belief in my value. I essentially didn't believe that I was worthy of love. I was worthy of promotion. I was worthy of success. I didn't feel like I was enough, right? Mm. And so if you start to begin to understand who you identify as, then you can start looking at the things that, like, what do you value most in life? You know, your values also shape your mindset, your lens, if you will, that you view the world from. And so the very first step is understanding where you are. And then once you have that, then you can start to see, okay, now that I understand who I am, what, what my core values are, then you can start looking at, well, what do you really want in life? And how does that align with your true essence? That belief has to align, and that's where there's a mismatch. Sometimes people will say, well, I want this goal, I want that goal, but maybe it doesn't align with their core values. And so that belief is not going to be as strong as if you're doing the thing that truly resonates with you, the thing that truly matters to you, which is why we start going to that next layer of, well, what is your why for all this? It's not just a cliche, it's almost overused, but there's a process that happens in your mind once you make what we call a neuroassociation between your goals, your identity, the values that you have, and, and you begin to couple that with your true emotions. Once you do that, there's a, a process in our brain called Hebb's rules, a part of neuroplasticity, where the neurons that fire off in your brain of that thought, that idea, that goal, they wire with the emotions that correspond with it. And then they fire together, which gives you that neural association, and that pushes you beyond your normal limits of taking action that pushes you beyond your normal belief systems surrounding what's possible because when you have that why your mind your body aligns and says we're getting this thing done it's a must now and not an option so you have to go deep enough to get those little pieces together and then fire and wire them together so it's no longer a question of am i going to do this is it capable no you believe at your core even on a neurological level yeah, that is powerful right there. I love how you integrate science and talking about the brain and why you can be so powerful to manifest your goals because it's just 
already happening. That energy is already taking place. And um, yeah, that's so powerful. And, and what about NLP? So how can NLP now I'm not a trained neuro-linguistic programming um, certified person. I've been to people who do it and they've actually done uh, a technique on me where I was really, I don't know if you say addicted, but I really liked junior mints. And I was like, oh, let's, let's see if I can get rid of that. And it did. It's, they did some <laughs> exercise with me. And then I learned this thing about um, how to tell if somebody's lying with NLP, what they do with their body and their eyes. And I use that with my kids. So how can NLP help overcome barriers or fears that might be holding them back? Well, what's great about NLP is it allows you to understand how the brain functions and works. And so, you know, as you can tell a little bit, I became obsessed with understanding the, the science and the art of the mind, how it functions. And I like to marry the two because sometimes mindset um, gets put into this box of being woo-woo and it, it's not based on any real tangible facts or theories. But what I will tell you, yeah, there's some woo-woo components to it and I'm okay with woo-woo, but I want you to understand there's also a science to it very much. And I believe that when you can understand both aspects is when you get the most powerful results. And so NLP for me was my first real you know, door open into the neurological space. I actually was attending a seminar and there was an NLP master practitioner there teaching about it. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. I was like, I got to learn how to do this. And so that's when I pursued, get my practitioner certification, everything. And what I will tell you is it allows you to rewire the mind efficiently, effectively. It's the most rapid techniques that I use in my practice. And I typically combine it with hypnosis and some of the other modalities as well to get those lasting results. And so it literally allows you to address the subconscious levels of the mind and get that immediate rewiring effect, which is why it, on the subconscious level, you no longer want the mints. Now, consciously, you may think about it like, OK, I can have a mint. You can make that choice. But subconsciously, that crave that you had before has been retracted, it's been replaced, or it's been shifted in a different way to where you no longer have that urge. And that's the power of NLP. You can literally go in, again, neuroplasticity, and I always like to share this for the science people in the room that want to fact check, look it up. There's videos online that show that you can literally wire your brain. There used to be the thought that our brains had a certain amount of brain cells, neurons, and as we age, they died off. Well, that is still true. However, what we found, I believe it's one of the greatest discoveries in the mindset community, is that these neurons, they don't just die off, you can also produce new ones. <laughs> and if you go through a series of processes known as neuroplasticity, you can literally rewire your brain, literally physically change your brain map and how it communicates. And that's what NLP does. It does that for you expeditiously, and it really works with the subconscious mind directly. It's one of the most powerful tools that I use. Yeah, that's amazing. And so um, you use that when you help your clients, you help them overcome barriers or fears that might be holding them back. And, and do you do this remotely or does it have to be done in person? I do both. And so primarily in my practice right now, we're doing it over Zoom, doing it remotely. Okay. I do have plans for live events and, you know, as long as you can see the other person, that's, uh, that's one of the key aspects of it. Got um, it. You're able to 
effectively do the process. And typically when I use it as part of the breaking limiting belief process, or if they have some type of traumatic event from the past, or if they have some type of habit like smoking addiction or things like that, that they want to break. Um, those are one of the most powerful methods for using it. But I also infuse it in some of my, uh, what I call breakthrough sessions as well. I have a special technique that I use that combines NLP with timeline therapy, as well as hypnosis and guided meditation and visualization um, to take somebody through a very, very rapid within one session transformation process. And so it, it's just it's just one of those other tools in your tool bag that allow you to just get immediate and effective results. Wow, that's powerful. That is quite a breakthrough session. <laughs> to do all of that because I offer guided meditations and visualizations with my healing. But when you do all of that, I mean, it's just, I'm going to have to experience it. That's all I have to say. I'm going to have to experience this. That's incredible. Okay. So like when you're working with your clients and doing this breakthrough session, do you help identify what's holding them back or do they start to have that awareness? Oh, this is what's holding me back because of the timeline therapy or whatever it might be. It's a combination because as we go through the process I'll be able to tell, like I said, using the NLP, te NLP techniques in particular, their body language, how they're reacting, um, particularly during the timeline therapy portion of what part of the timeline we need to focus on. But they're doing the work. They're going within. I'm just the guide that takes them through the journey and holds their hand, makes sure that they feel secure as they're going through the process, because that's a big part of it. And also that they are using the techniques at the right times to get the result and the breakthrough. And so at the end of the session, they're like, wow, you know, I had no idea because we're able to go into the subconscious. They're able to open up repressed memories. They're able to open up things that they may not even realize are impacting them as adults in this present day. So I only work with adults. You know, they're able to go back to those early years and they're like, man, I didn't even know this was significant, but this is coming up. And now it's making sense. So their brain is open to where they can start to connect the dots between things that happened in their childhood, perhaps, or earlier experiences in life that are still impacting them today that they never actually closed the loop on. And that's the power of these processes. Each of the modalities that I've learned, what they do is they let you get to your subconscious. And I love this quote um, from Carl Jung. He says, the key is to make the unconscious conscious. That is where we have our memories. If you think about the mind and you draw it down the, little, down the middle, you have the conscious mind, which is the, the, the computer side of our brain. I like to say the logic, it's, it's, it's filtering through information, it's calculating data, and, you know, it's the logic part of the brain. And then you have the subconscious, which is the vast majority of the brain activity. That's where we have our mindset, which controls our attitudes, our beliefs, our behaviors. It also has our emotions, our memory files, it runs all those automatic systems. There's a reason why my heart's beating and my lungs are, are breathing without me having to, to command them to, you know, these things are happening in the subconscious. And that is where all these files are stored. It's also the home of our emotions. And so when you start thinking about tapping into, you know, that wiring process and neuroplasticity, when you start tapping into that timeline therapy of those memories, you got to go to the subconscious mind. And, 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 and typically, there, there's a disconnect when you're in this conscious state, in this particular state we're in right now, of your ability to go deep enough 
to tap in. And so you want to get the mind and you want to get the body and everything aligned to where you're in that state that allows you to actually access those files, that actually allows you to make those neural associations and connections. And that's where the power is. So you're literally rewiring and connecting your own dots. I'm just the guide to support you through it. Yeah, I see. That's incredible. And then typically, do they hire you for ongoing coaching or do you have group coaching programs? Yes, I have both. And so I, I, I rarely do one off sessions because I do believe that you want to take that person completely through the transformation journey. Um, I do have a 90 minute breakthrough session program that sometimes I'll offer, you know, as an initial consultation so people can get that rapid result. And then I have an eight week transformation program. It's the highest level self framework that's going to get you from A to Z. And so it takes you through that breakthrough session process. And then we want to build. So after we disrupt, which is what a lot of that breakthrough session is about, disrupting the old patterns, disrupting the old beliefs, you know, opening you up to identify where's the real source, the root of the challenge that you may be facing. Then we want to build from there. Where do we go from here? We want to get those massive action steps in place for you. So now you can build that empower mindset moving forward. What are the mindset shifts that are important for you? What are the skill set shifts that are important for you to achieve those goals? What are the action set shifts? I like to call it the trifecta, the mindset, skills, and action sets. Because once you have that belief, now you got to do something with it, right? You have a goal, you have a result you want to achieve in your life. And so we put together in that eight-week period, whether it be in a group or individual, of where do we go from here? And so my job from that point is to continue to program the mind. I still continue with the inner work and maybe hypnosis and maybe timeline therapy, NLP. It depends on what particular phase you're in of the process and what's needed. But we continue to do that inner work so we can compound and literally make those neural pathways stronger, thicker, wider, so that it's truly a habit. Once you've completed, you're now embodying that new empowered state of mind. It's not something you have to consciously think about anymore. It's in your subconscious. It's who you are now. And it becomes a lifestyle. That is my goal that moving forward, you continue to have that empowered state of mind. Mm, Yeah, that makes sense. That's beautiful. So I know behind you, we can see Diamond Diva Entertainment. So that's your company. Yay. And and so do you provide other services besides mindset coaching? Do you do castings for production? I mean, is this like a mogul company where you're doing multiple activities, corporations? What, What kind of work do you provide? Absolutely. And so when I first moved into entrepreneurship, I went to my first zone of genius was the entertainment space. And I said, you know what, I'm no longer waiting for someone to cast me in their project or their event. I'm creating my own. And that's when I launched Diamond Diva Entertainment. Got I was like, it. Exactly. I said, I already know the context. I already know the industry. And at that time, you know, I was looking to generate income quickly. So I said, I know I can go into this space and be able to do the castings. And so that's the first thing I did. I started doing castings for models, dancers, entertainers, leveraging the context I already created. I also put myself in some projects where it made sense. And then I also did small stage concerts and networking events as well, because I had the contacts, the resources and tools to do that. Now, yeah. while I was building out that part of the business, I was still going through my own transformation during myself. 
learn about mindset, learn about, you know, all the tools I just shared with you. And so I began to get deeper and deeper in that world. And I said, you know what? I want to actually support other people. And that's when I launched the Diamond Mindset Reset Academy. And it does fall under Diamond Diva Entertainment for now. That's the structure that may change in the future. But right now it falls under Diamond Diva Entertainment as well, the umbrella. And so in the academy, I have my one-to-one, my group coaching program, as well as my VIP community of DiamondOfficial.club. It's my monthly membership where I wanted to have something that was available to everyone. You know, not everyone is ready, if you will, to go through some of my higher level transformation journey programs. And so they want to come in and just get an awareness of, you know, what is mindset? What does that mean for me? What are some different things that I can do independently, as well as have some guidance and support? Because I do offer group Q&A, laser coaching sessions there, as well as master classes to support in my VIP community at diamondofficial.club as well. And so all those fall under. And I had one of the business I launched because, you know, I said, you know what? As I went through this process and start building out, I said, wherever there's holes in my journey, I'm going to fill it with my resources, my tools. I'm no longer going to be dependent on other people to validate me. Yes, I'll hire and support when I need it. But if there's something I can create, sustain, and be able to make an impact, I'm going to do it. And so that's when I launched my commercial brokerage. That's Diamond Strategies and Solutions. And that also falls under, for now, Diamond Diva Entertainment, where I do commercial funding for businesses as well as real estate investments. And so that's my portfolio. Um, in short, I like to say I help you get your mindset and your money right, um, as well as be able to put you in spaces and places to be able to make that movement forward through the networking events, through the live events, through those places where you can build those relationships and collaborate with other people who are also going on their journeys. Oh, yeah, I can see the alignment there. Absolutely. And it's like, if you're investing in real estate, why not help others do the same and invest in their business and everything? So that's incredible. So yeah, you do a lot of different things. And you also have your own show, right? Do you have Diamond Showcase? Where can we watch this? (laughs) The Diamond Showcase? Yes. And so the Diamond Showcase currently airs on Instagram at Diamond Diva Official. That is my main and primary account. It's Diamond Diva Official, no dot dashes or spaces. And what I love about this show is it, it, it's actually extended from our live networking events. Originally, we are doing all these events live in person in Atlanta, Georgia, in the US where I'm located. However, as COVID hit, as things change and we're no longer able to do so, I started to think about what are the other ways we can still connect? How can we still have these events virtually? And that gave birth to the Diamond Showcase. And so on that show, I actually have guests from entrepreneurial space, from the coaching, consulting, the mindset world. I have guests from entertainment. And we, we answer the questions of how did you become successful? What were the things that are important to you? Was the mindset shifts? And you know what I find interesting on the show is every single guest has had mindset be a major aspect of their success. We're interviewing the top CEOs, we're interviewing the top entertainers, and it doesn't matter what field they're in, they all tell us that, you know what, it was mindset that was the first thing that shifted for them to achieve success. And so we focus on business, branding, talent development, and of course, mindset on the show. And I wanted to have this platform because again, I wasn't waiting for anyone else to give me that platform. I said, I'm gonna create my own so I can continue to get this message out to as many people in the world as I can. 
Yeah, that's amazing. And so that's really powerful. And do you find that social media is a good place to get clients? Like what's your favorite social media that you feel people actually reach out to you or sign up for your programs? Like what has been the most uh, return on your investment (laughs) for the time? Well, I'm a huge proponent of social media. Social media is the future, I believe, of marketing. Uh, One of my subset skills is marketing. I absolute marketing on every level, um, particularly social media marketing. Before I actually launched my businesses and was doing, you know, modeling as a freelancer, if you will, it was social media platforms that I was able to get all my bookings through. I made a good living. Very cool on social platforms absolutely you know i start out on platforms you may have heard of like model mayhem uh, which is mainly for models and photographers uh, i was even around for the myspace days yeah i remember <laughs> I those days i was on myspace yeah oh yeah yeah i got some of my biggest jobs actually off of myspace believe it or not and then oh. i went on to instagram which is my largest platform to this day and so i will tell you social media is absolutely essential and key to have that visibility and connect with the clients that you serve and the latest platform that i will tell you where i've had the biggest growth and been able to reach the most people is through clubhouse clubhouse has been my number one platform in terms of growth i have roughly seventy thousand plus um, followers on that platform that's impressive Thank you so much. In record time, it's been just a little over a year, which, you know, compared to my other platforms, I have a little over 100,000 on Instagram, 120 or so. And it took me many years to build that up. I was able to do 70,000 on Clubhouse in just a little over a year. So that just tells you the growth there. What I also like about Clubhouse is it's social audio, which was a relatively new concept for me. And you can actually have conversations like we're having here now on the podcast and and be able to really understand and get to know the person more than you can on any other platform. It's the most powerful tool I've ever seen for relationship building. It's the most powerful tool I've ever seen for networking and, and of course, serving those clients because now people actually get to know you. They get to hear your voice. They get to understand your message. They can ask you questions in real time. And, you know, it's been an absolute game changer for my business and my brand. That's amazing because uh, maybe you're more approachable and they feel like, oh, she's my friend, you know, and, and I noticed a lot of powerful women and other leaders, they seem really authentic. I mean, I guess it's maybe the people that I've heard speak. I'm sure there's some that are not (laughs) maybe on Clubhouse, but, um, but there's something about like speaking from your heart and not having the images there. You know, I know people go to Instagram and they'll look up your, your picture and you, and she's gorgeous. Everybody, you have to go (laughs) see her and quite a chameleon. You are, you, you can totally change your look like, and look so different with your makeup and everything. But, but yeah, I mean, I really think I've been impressed about clubhouse, like even interviewing you, like who knows if I would have had the opportunity to interview you, if I just reach out to you on Instagram, you know, but because you see me on stage in the room and maybe you felt more comfortable with me and, and it was just like, okay, yes, you said yes. And like without hesitation. So I, 
I'm really, I've really gotten a lot of amazing guests from clubhouse and it's, it's been great, um, for clients as well. Absolutely. Well, you know, I believe you said it best when you said you've met a lot of genuine people and, you know, it's the mirror effect, like attracts like. And so you're amazing. So you're attracting amazing people. And I've seen the law of attraction be more powerful on Clubhouse than any other social platform. And I think that's why it's so effective in terms of building relationships, because you can really just carve out your own niche and, and your own tribe, if you will. The Abundance Mastermind Club, uh, which I, I've grown that club now to over 40,000 members on Clubhouse. Oh my God, good for yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you so much. In record time, we just had our, our celebration for the 40K. We're at 41,000 last I checked. And that growth happened because of the law of attraction in effect. Like literally every Wednesday, we host a room at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in the Abundance Mastermind Club, and we just speak on mindset and transformation. And I open the space to be a safe place so anyone who comes in that room in that space can share their journey. I typically do a masterclass on a specific topic, give resources and tools for people to move forward. And it's been an absolute game changer for everyone involved. We've had breakthroughs right there on the stage because the energy that builds in those rooms is unlike any other platform I've ever seen. It's something about the power of the voice that cuts down on the noise. And this is something I've observed for a while. In fact, I prefer to do like my, my strategy calls and, and those initial conversations, even with new clients on the phone, because I think sometimes people get distracted by the visuals, you know, what's yeah. going on in the background, what, what's your facial expression. They start looking for those other communication tools and they miss sometimes the message. But when you're just hearing voice to voice, that authenticity, as you stated, it shines through. You know, people can feel you, they can hear you on a deeper level. And so you're able to really build real and genuine relationships. And that's why I said yes to you. I, I felt your energy and I was like, I have to do this. This is a must. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. I love that. And uh, you're you're such a supporter of other women. So like you're an empowerment champion. And why is that important to you? Because you're a woman. <laughs> And you, you're inspired by other women. It's everything, you know, yes, I'm a woman. And, and the reason why it's so important for me is because what I've seen in my career, you know, in the entertainment space, there's a lot of women as talent, but not a lot of women as entrepreneurs, not a lot of women as casting directors, not a lot of women, you know, in charge of the projects and, and all the things that I saw happening in that space. And I felt like this is interesting, you know, we're, we're in this era of women's empowerment, but yet we're still not in those key positions. I also saw the same thing in corporate America. You know, as I was moving up through the ranks there, there were less women at the top. And so I said, you know what, why not be the champion, be the change, right, that I want to see. And I said, when I get in the position to be able to empower others, I'm going to specifically focus on women because oftentimes we're the ones that need the most support. We don't always voice ourselves. We don't always believe in ourselves. And so if I can be that person that says, yes, you can, and I'm going to help you get there and you got this, we got this. And I'm going to put that, I'm going to put that on and I'm going to take the time to do that. And so it's been a lifelong mission to do that in different ways at every stage in my career. And I plan to continue to do that. And what's interesting is I have three sons and guess <laughs> what? I still teach them about the importance of respecting women and, and recognizing mm -hmm. women. So we'll watch like, for example, this um, 
sports shows and shows we've been watching lately called The Ultimate uh, Beastmaster. It's kind of like an American Ninja Warrior type of show. And every time the women come on, regardless of what country they represent, because there's countries from all over the world participating, even if they're not from the U.S., I would say we still got a chair for her because we want to see the women win. So I'm planting those seeds now so that women, you know, we, we need to have that shot in the arena. And what better way to do it than empowering each other? Oh, yeah, that's amazing. I love how you were initially inspired when you were working as a model and an actress and, and in corporate. And so now you can carry that through and inspiring your sons. So speaking of your sons, do you ever bless them with your gifts, your mindset training or <laughs> breakthrough experience? Absolutely. In fact, you know, I truly believe that I found my second calling because of the work I've been able to do with my sons. And so something I rarely speak on that I think it's important to share here is the fact that my two oldest sons have been diagnosed with sickle cell disease. And you may not be familiar with this, um, but sickle cell disease is a blood disorder that causes your red blood cells instead of being round and soft and donut shaped. It makes them hard and sticky and see your sickle cell shape. And so it can cause complications literally throughout the body. It's considered a lethal condition. And when these blood cells are sickle shape, they can get clotted literally anywhere that blood flows in the body. And so it's one of those conditions that doesn't have a widely accepted cure. Um, there's some new technologies surrounding bone marrow transplants and things like that, but there's a lot of limitations uh, for who is eligible and if that process even has the success rates in certain cases. And so generally, it's just one of those conditions that they treat the symptoms for. And when my children were very young, and diagnosed with this, uh, this is my two oldest children. So when they're in their first couple of years, um, they're now nine and seven, um, between the ages of one and three, they had some really violent crises. It, it was devastating. I mean, they literally stayed in the hospital for weeks, sometimes months at a time in pain. And it basically only gave them pain medication. They, they really don't have the technology to really do anything more than to treat the pain because it causes severe pain crises. And my middle son actually has had several surgeries. He's had blood transfusions. He's had his spleen removed. And it, it's been very, very scary with him. Many, many nights where we literally prayed that he was gonna make it through and make it home. And that's part of the, 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 the stacking, if you will, that led to my dark night of the soul because I felt helpless. And you know, if you've ever been with a loved one who's sick and, and you're at their bedside and, and you, can't technically do anything you feel in that point to support them. It's one of the most painful experiences I've ever had as a mother and just as a human in general. And so one of the things I feel like has been the greatest gift of my mindset journey is I finally found the tools. Now, I'm a big believer, especially even before my mindset journey, but especially after in holistic healing methods. You know, so here comes the woo-woo. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm woo-woo. <laughs> but I, I believe in, in energy healing. I believe in, yeah. in, in using the forces that's not, you know, widely accepted in the medical um, community, but is widely accepted in the holistic community. And I consider myself a part of that community. And so one of the things that has been the greatest gift, and this is why I know that I'm in my purpose and my calling, I feel like everything I've been through in my life has supported me to be able to support my children. They're my number one why. My second why is mindset transformation and service. I truly believe that's why I'm on this earth. 
And when I began to learn about the science and art of the mind, I started to also learn about the impacts on the body and how we literally in our mind have the blueprint for perfect health. Our body already knows how to heal itself. It's just a matter of us tapping into the right frequency, the right brainwaves, right patterns of behavior to heal our bodies. And so I actually take my children through this very powerful visualization process. I'm going to briefly share with you all today the high points of how this works. But when they have the sickle cell crises, those cells are getting bunched up typically in their joints, their elbows, their knees, anywhere where the body naturally bends and they get caught in those places in the cells. And so as those things are happening, I, I take them through this visualization process where they imagine the healing white light coming in from their crown through their body and, and focusing in particular on the area where they feel pain. And because my children are big Star Wars fans, <laughs> I also have them visualize the Jedi with their lightsabers coming through and slashing the sickle cells, removing all the impurities from the blood. And as they do this, I have them imagining that that area is being healed and released and restored. And, and they go through this process and I walk them through that meditative state. And I will tell you that process has been an absolute game changer. In addition to diet and exercise changes as well, we moved to a lot of supplements, what we moved to uh, we're not quite vegan, but we, we cut back on meat and dairy, and I've really focused on things like juicing and, and just really been focused on the health aspects to reduce the inflammation in the body because that's one of the triggers for their crises. And what I found is by making all of those changes, they went from being hospitalized literally on at least a couple of months, a couple times per year basis at a minimum to zero hospitalizations. In the past roughly three or four years, they've had two ER visits, that's one each, two ER visits where they just had a checkup and what we did on the way to the hospital. So anytime they get a fever with sickle cell, it's considered a emergency because it can be a sign of infection in the body and in the blood in particular. And so they want you to come to the hospital, get labs drawn to make sure it's not um, an infection, which can be life-threatening for someone with sickle cell. And so if they have a fever, I can't just give them Advil or the things that you would typically do for a child. I have to bring them in. And so we did. But on the way to the hospital, I took them through the visualization process. And I said, you're going to heal your body. You're going to restore. We did all the things. And I will tell you, in both of those cases, when we went to the ER, the doctors could find nothing. Their hemoglobin levels are the highest now than they ever been. The normal range for hemoglobin is 12 to 14. They were usually in the six to seven range. They're now in the 10 and 11 range with sickle cell disease. Their lives have completely turned around healthy. They're like normal, happy, healthy boys. And I attribute a lot of that to the dietary changes, like I said, to reduce that inflammation, holistic, natural, healthy foods. I focus on immune boosting foods and, and supplements. And I also, if they do, which is rare now, experience any type of pain, take them through that visualization work, and it's completely transformed their lives and mine as well. Wow. That is so powerful. Oh my gosh. I totally believe in that. And I do that with my clients actually, and I've healed so many things and myself, I was diagnosed with cancer and that's what I did with my cells. I, I visualize them like just being cleansed and detoxifying, but I also changed my diet too. So 
That is incredible. See, we're even more in alignment than we ever knew. <laughs> I love that so much. And yeah. it's the combination. It's the combination. You know, it totally is. We yeah. heal from the inside out. And so uh -huh. when you have that mind-body alignment and we're putting those pure foods in our bodies that also naturally reduce the inflammation, reduce the acidic um, levels in our blood and all those type of things, and, and you do those healthy healing exercises, your body becomes in sync. And it's changed my health as well. You know, I had, you know, picked up weight and all this type of things. If I wasn't eating healthy, I've been able to, you know, healthy release um, the unhealthy way and, and just, you know, really just be in a, such a better place mentally. I haven't been depressed in ages. I haven't been on medication in ages. You know, I haven't needed or felt that way. And I'm not going to say I haven't had any challenges. I have. But guess what? I don't allow myself to get back to that dark place anymore because of these holistic healing methods and the mindfulness completely changed my life. Mm, that's so amazing. Well, it's been such a pleasure getting to know you. I know we went a little bit long. <laughs> You're so incredible. You have so many great stories and about your children. I'm so happy. I have kids too. So it's just amazing what you've done to heal them and also about how you help your clients. So uh, I know you have a lot of offers, so I'll put your website in the show notes and just much Zen success on your journey. So do you want to, um, offer just one thing or any last words? Absolutely. Well, first and foremost, I just have to say thank you so much for the opportunity to be here today. You know, it's truly an honor to share the message of mindfulness and what it can do for our lives. I believe that the work that we're doing here is absolutely game changers. And if more people take the time to empower themselves from the inside out, you'd be surprised at what you can create. I believe that we're the creator and the designers and the architect of our lives. And if we just take the time to look from within, it's absolutely amazing what we can do for ourselves as well as for others. And to support everyone on their journey today, I did offer a wonderful mindset reset analysis session. This is normally a paid event, but I'm actually offering it for this community for free because I believe in the work that we're doing. I know if I impact lives and if just one person resets their mind and, and adds value, they can touch the next person, they can touch the next person, they can touch the next person, and they can continue to expand and continue to shift and continue to change. And that's how we raise the global consciousness, quite frankly. And so if you click on the show notes, you'll actually see the gift there. It's at the www.abundancemastermind.club forward slash mindset forward slash strategy for its last session. It's a long URL. So I encourage you to look we'll at the screen. I'll put it in there so you don't have to rewind and write it down. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much, Diamond. Have a blessed day. Absolutely. And if you believe it, if you take massive action, you can achieve it. This is Diamond and I'm complete. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Zen Success. I want to invite you to an in-person event. I'll be having a very special event for the Lionsgate portal when it peaks on August 8th, 2022. The event is on Eventbrite. For more information, you can contact me, carissasims333 at gmail.com. You can also search on Eventbrite. Lionscape.
portal activation in Boulder, Colorado at the Valley Soul Retreat Center. I will be giving away one free healing with each ticket. So if you can't make it, at least sign up and get a free healing. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day.